Hey guys, how's it going? It is the Fancy Rugby Games. My name is Jared Dyke. I'm Ben Glauser. We are here to talk about the Premiership because it is a little more than a week away. So we're going to climb into this this thing and uh, start riding that horse just a little bit because, yeah, the World Cup's going on and, you know, who gives a shit? Kidding, obviously. <laughs> for this uh, for this specific pod, who gives a shit? No, it's, it's gonna, we can throw it out the window, but uh, obviously... Pay very close attention to yes. it if you're a rugby fan. What's wrong with you? Right. Um, so yeah, there's. Although there is the the business of people that don't aren't going to understand. I don't know which World Cup I'm watching because they've changed. They've taken away taken away the gender from yes. World Cup to. For, uh, it's no longer a men's and women's World right. Cup. It's just the World Cup. It's like I'm going to give you a hint. 2023 is the next one that involves the gentlemen that are playing right now. Yeah. If there's another one, it's probably not them. Probably the ladies. Yeah. Get, just do the math there, just, rocket yeah. scientist. Good God. Um, so, uh, again, we've been pushing it all year, but it's for a good reason. It's because you need you, you need the damn thing. You Trust me, you need this. Rugby, rugby mag upgrades, uh, go check them out. You know, if, you, if you're cooler than us and you get, like, the next two levels up, please let us know what else there is because, I mean, it says uh, – Ed does a pretty good job of describing what there is there, but I also would like to know what it actually is. Right. So – Please share. Because there's a lot of stuff that even though I kind of look through for the upgrade that we got, mm-hmm. it's still, it's so much more than, than I expected. And it's it's a right. lot. The, the the setting your lineup, you know, I spent a, a significant amount of time on my, of my, my mornings on Fridays, uh, combing through Twitter, Bless finding, you, yeah. finding the, the lineups and then creating a spreadsheet that I then shared with Jared because <laughs> that was my contribution was, to the pod. Thank God. Um, yeah, it was like here's who's here's your your, your lineups, here's who's starting, mm-hmm. here's who's reserves, um, because it's so difficult to set your lineup around that without knowing without that knowledge. Yeah, and with the the upgrades that you can get from from the rugby magazine, it tells you right there if if your your player is starting, if he's not in the lineup, um, if he's a reserve, you can just yeah. look at the, the the dot color next to his name, absolutely, and, and you're good to go. And and remember, if. You don't get your lineup set when this sucker kicks off. It's not like the You're World bummed. Cup one. You are done. You're you better have your bench set, and you better have some good players on your bench because you will be hosed otherwise. Mm, indeed. Yeah, and we do have we do have a league on TRM, so make sure you check us out. Yeah, come join us. Yeah, come and join us and play along, and we'll yeah. have a little bit of fun together throughout the. This is a, this is gonna be a long season because this thing's not done till end of May June. Yeah. Uh, actually, I think this one goes into June this time. Nice. Remember right. So yeah, it'll be long. We're gonna be together for a long time, yeah. kids. So everybody months. settle in and let's all just hang out. And yeah, cuddle just... up next to each other. <laughs> um, we and we do also have um, some FRD stuff to talk about the draft rugby. Yep. So and we do have a league. Make sure you get us, hit us up. Uh, Still I'm space gonna, available. Yeah, in our league. I'm gonna hold it for people that actually want to play that are listening to the pod. I'll open it up eventually, um, probably midweek this week. Yeah, so in the next couple of days, if if it's not open yet, then just keep checking back. And if you if you're a little shy, it's okay. Yeah, we, we, we don't bite. We won't talk shit about you much. Yeah, I bite. <laughs> let's be real about this. Okay, so yeah, let's talk. And then obviously this coming weekend, we're we're gonna do a live pod one way or the other. So keep your eyes peeled on our Twitter accounts for the link to that, and uh, watch us make an ass of ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> So let's uh, let's talk about this 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 thing that the uh, that the boys in black won. Yeah, it's been a, it's been a long. It feels like forever since the last premiership season well, ended. Yeah, we obviously started delayed this year as well. It's usually right. mid September by the time we've kicked off. But uh, that's something else going on. Bit. So yeah, 
damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the premier, so premiership kicking off in a couple weeks. Uh, Bath and Bristol get us going as they as they did last year. Um, I'm sure Bath will pray to God it's not the same result. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> it might be. It might be. We'll see. Um, both clubs look keen. And neither are missing. Uh, yeah, Bath are missing a couple of really key guys, actually, to be yeah, fair. Are. But uh, Bristol's got some, too. We'll, we'll get to yep. that when we get into the premiership ne- next week, or at least when we get into the fantasy stuff. But let's talk um, Let's talk. top four relegation dark horses, top six. Um, so the guys, the teams that obviously there's, there, there was a surprise last year that a couple surprises that we saw Bristol pushed for top six, right? Which was great. And then Gloucester obviously climbed their way into the playoff, which was good to see a little great bit of a changing see. in the guard in there. You know, Wass and Lester had kind of both been there quite a bit, mm-hmm. but, um, last year was well, Lester. Oof. Yeah. Uh, but Northampton and, and Gloucester both climbed their way back into the playoff this yep. year. So it was. I, I obviously remember the days when Northampton had some really good teams and they're they're back to that, which is really good for the for the Prem because Franklin Gardens is obviously a great place. They host the Sevens tournament. Uh, I think they've hosted it like three or four years now uh, for the Premiership Seven, which mm-hmm. the Saracens won <laughs> again. They did. Yes, they did. Everybody was pipping the Wasps and the Saints and the, and this, that, this, that. And then the Saracens says, nah, we'll just nah. we'll win this too. <laughs> Fuck you all. Yeah, <laughs> big time. <laughs> so... Uh, obviously, we have new boys. Uh, yeah, let's 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 start with them. Where do we? So, I guess this answers the relegation question in a way. Uh, where do we think they land? Are they gonna are they are they gonna be one of those teams that's scraping and scrapping by the end of the season? Or are I they gonna be so. safe? It's gonna be tough because again, there's a lot of players who are coming. They you know with the promotion, um, the the London Irish are gonna be struggling at first because mm-hmm. they're going to have to learn to work with each other it's a lot they, they have some talent there is no denying the talent that they're that they're right they're bringing to the table this this year it's just how well will they work together and that's mm-hmm. going to take them i would say probably half a season to sort that shit out because i mean you, you look at um you know even teams that have been together it takes them a good little bit to to sort themselves out mm-hmm. as to, to where they are shake off the rust and and, and whatnot and it's going to be even more intense this year with since the world cup's going on you know, you're going to be adding a lot of players a couple of weeks into the competition. Right. Um, so it's going to be tough for the Irish. They they, they have a, a, a rough go at it. Um, yeah, I mean, you look at super talented teams, and this is uh, going to predate some, mm-hmm. a few people that are around here. Um, the the a team that went down for Northampton that had, I think, Carlos Spencer on it, and it was a pretty loaded team but it ended up being a, a hard rift in the locker room which absolutely killed the team mm-hmm. and they dropped and it was not a team that you're expected to drop by any means whatsoever right. and so yeah talent does not equal not dropping right yeah that's just that's how it is right and and, and there's a lot of the you know the, the players who were playing i mean they they weren't you know at the, at the uh, championship level for that long but at the same time mm. the it's still going to be an adjustment for some of the players and then again, working together so that they're, they're kind of behind the eight ball um, as it is now. Mm -hmm. And then um, they still have the the teams that struggled from last year. And they'll at least be, have that experience of knowing how to maybe navigate it, even if it's by a point. Right. I mean, I I doubt that that Lester is going to be um, firing their coach after one week again this year, Yeah, but they're still going to struggle because they struggled last year. And again, they're adding talent. But they're at the same time they're they're losing talent with the World Cup, so they're, they're going to be like their best players are not going to be available for the first couple of weeks. Easily, yeah. So 
what are they going to, you know, how are they going to respond to that? Mm-hmm. You know, they're going to be starting out again, just like the Irish, a little bit behind the eight ball, um, even if the, with the people they, they're bringing in. Right. And, you know, the, the saying is you won't get relegated in the first week, you won't win the championship in the first week, but you can put yourself in a, in a corner for either one of them uh, within the first few weeks if you're not, if you're not right. careful. So, yeah, the London Irish might be... I think I think they'll be okay. Yeah, but w- they will I, have to definitely scrape for every point, and they better covet every point right. that they get. I mean, they'll be in the bottom five. They're not gonna, mm-hmm. you know, they're not gonna be in the top. They're certainly not gonna be in the top six. Um, yeah, doubtful. I, I, I feel like they'll be kind of that, you know, the nine ten spot probably. Mm-hmm. Probably not wrong. Um, so let's 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 start on the let's let's do the positive end. Yeah, let's go up. There. Uh, let's do the positive end first as best we can here. So, um, both of us being Sari supporters, I don't think we'll ever doubt that they get into the top four at the very least. Right. I'm, I'm not going to try and predict one through four because I am no. not that I, I'm not that talented. Um, Exeter Chiefs, without a doubt, will definitely be in there, especially with the addition of a man named Stuart Hogg. Yeah, and he's probably coming home early. Right. As we've uh, <laughs> yeah, if you've been paying attention to the World Cup, there's a the, there's a high likelihood he's coming home early. So here's my question: mm-hmm. If we're going to talk about that Exeter there. Um, and, and we're bringing in Hogg, but they're losing Cordero. Yep. Does, does Hogg do more than Cordero did? Um, certainly got a better foot than, he does. than Cordero does, but boy, Cordero could do some fun things with that ball. He could. And, and his, Dance. his dancing and, and, mm-hmm. and line breaks are going to be, and, and defenders beaten are going to be huge. I just don't know that, you know, Hogg's going to bring his own thing to the, to the, to the team right. that Cordero didn't, but. I think they really needed what Cordero brought, so I'm not sure that bringing something different is going to be helpful for for Exeter. Right. Mm, um, yeah. So I think I, I you know as as great a player as Hog is, it's almost a to me and it you know shock, shocking to say it, but it's almost a lateral move. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean for for them, yeah, for yeah. him it was definitely not. Oh yeah. You know he's he's obviously a fantastic player, and yeah. you know but, Glasgow but, Glasgow's not a bad place to no. be, but you know it's tough to. But Exeter and Saris are going to be the top, are, are probably going to be your top two. Yeah, high um, certainly both are going to be top four. High likelihood on that one. So, um, and I'm going to talk about my side piece. I'm going to jump in on that. Oh yeah, with oh. With, with Gloucester. Okay. Who I think, again, like you said, you're, you're not going to win. You, you know, to, to kind of go the other way, you're not going to win the the top of the table in the first weeks. But you know, you could you could lose it. You can lose it a little. I bit. think Gloucester, because of who they have on their squad and and who's not in Japan. Which is pretty much everybody from their team, with the exception of a couple guys. With yeah. the exception of a couple guys here, or there, like Heinz is, isn't there, but they got they got capable backups. Yep. Um, Bradley's not there either. Pledgey. Right. Pledgey's not there. But it's, you know, still got Ben Morgan. He's still got a bunch of guys. Yeah, who can, oh yeah. Who can ball still, out? There's still some pretty um, damn good players I, on that team. I think they're gonna they're gonna start out well. They're probably gonna be top of the. Ta- I think they're gonna be top of the table for a couple of weeks, mm-hmm. and then before they come a little bit back down to earth. But I think they're still gonna be top four. Um, I think they could be even. You know, with with. Cipriani having a year under his belt he needs to stay healthy, that's and and needs to stay healthy. That's but the number one thing for him. But it took them a little bit to again, just as we talked about with the the London Irish, it took Gloucester a little bit to gel last year with Cipri- behind Cipriani. Right. They were like he was missing passes, but he was putting them in places where he thought guys would be, and they just weren't there. Once they sorted it out, it was like fucking butter. Mm. So yeah, great, I could see great looking he, stuff. Right. So now they they've got that year under their belts. Mm. I, I think Gloucester are going to be. Uh, certainly, I think they're going to be challenging for top two. And, yeah, I and, think they'll. I, I think top three is definitive for them. Yeah. They'll end up getting 
the the middle game, either one, whoever that ends up happen to, happening to be. Mm-hmm. But I don't think you're going to. I don't think you're going to see the last couple of weeks where it's like, yeah, Exeter and Saris can kind of take a rest. They're going right. to be. It's no, going to be much tighter up there. I think so too. I think this will be a, a tooth and nail mm-hmm. season all the way to the last couple fun. weeks there. Yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely. It makes for makes it for way more fun. Um, can Northampton hang on to that fourth spot, or is there going to be another team to pip them? Wasps have made some additions. Obviously, Northampton have as well. Uh, Quinns have made a lot of additions as well. They just missed out last last mm-hmm. year. Um, you know, obviously, I mean, Leicester have ambitions. Whether or not they get there is a different story. Yeah. Um, Bristol definitely have Bristol. ambitions. I, you know, yeah. It'll be interesting. Obviously, they signed some pretty good guys. Yep. So we'll see what that turns I, into. I just don't know. Again, it depends on on what the Wasps do. Um, if they played, they they were kind of a um, uh, a schizophrenic team last year, or multiple personalities. Multiple where, personalities where for sure. some days they were like, "Yeah, we're just going to bash it. We're going to bash it." And some days they were like, "Yeah, let's, let's you know." Especially let's when they played around. Championship Cup, when they played Champions Cup, yeah, they threw it all over the joint and looked different. They didn't really. The result wasn't there, but they still looked like, "Hey, they kind of belonged." Right. Um, where they didn't really do that in the Premiership. So, um, with their additions. They they could be pushing for that, that a top six spot in mm-hmm. Bristol. I think, uh, I think they have a much more team focused. Um, Pat Lamb's doing a pretty darn good. He's doing job a great job, and they made some additions. But they made additions to um, that kind of like uh, it, they fill gaps yep. more than they're oh we're going to get this guy and he's just going to come in and, and I mean look I mean the the you know look the, at Christian Judge and Will Stewart, those are guys who are team guys. And and they'll be up front as props that they're guys you're going to want to think about playing yourself. Um, and and well, Judge went to Bath. Um, I'm sorry. Judge Judge went to Bath. Wrong B. Oh, I'm sorry. I was looking at the wrong team. Yep, that's um, right. <laughs> forget no. that. I was I was okay. So I'm sorry. Looking, that's right. Up, uh, Nathan Hughes. That's where I was. Yeah, looking. yeah, yeah Nathan that. Hughes and, and Dave Atwood are two guys. Yes. Yeah, I'll get to the yeah, right team. Yeah, absolutely. Those are guys who are like you know what the, Hughes is. He he he's not. He's a big ball. He's carrier. a hoose. And he's kind of what Bath, uh, sorry, what Bristol need. Yes. As far as yeah, you're going to give him the ball and just let him leave a wake of bodies mm-hmm. trailing behind him. And yeah. kind of same with Atwood. Uh, he'll be he'll be good in, in lineout situations too, and, and really helping he's out. Be very solid in lineout situations. Yeah. For and them. and so you know you already got your Harry Thacker who was looking pretty good before now, and now it's you got yeah. Add another di- add another dimension to that, and they're gonna they should be pretty good. So yeah, I would definitely pip them to challenge for top six. Yeah. Very oh, I think so. so. I think I think um, they'll make a, a big noise in that that respect. Absolutely. Um, so, yeah. I mean, as it is, without knowing what Wasps are going to bring, Jimmy Gopperth is going to be healthy again. Although he's got a shoulder issue, I think uh, going into this season as well now. But at mm-hmm. least it's not an ACL. Um, <laughs> and Lima Sopoaga having another year under his belt. If that if if he if he turns turns the corner. And turns into something that are is worth a damn. Then yeah, Wasps are probably going to be a top four team. Mm-hmm. But if they don't, then I, I don't see how somebody maybe Quinns can Marcus Smith. If Marcus Smith takes another step forward, that's that's a team that I don't want to play because mm-hmm. he's very good. He's very talented. They have a shitload of good players on that team as well. As much as I hate to say that, mm-hmm. um, obviously you have a salty veteran Danny Care. That's obviously he's chomping at the bit. Um, they're gonna miss their part of their front row. They got rid of the fucking Dave Ward. Thank God. Yeah, <laughs> Ugh, that's one. That that's one bit of cancer that you don't want hanging around your team. Ugh, what an asshole. Um, so yeah, I think I mean I think we answered the question of 
who's making top six right there yeah. with Quinns, Wasps, um, Gloucester, Chiefs, Series. I, I think I think Bristol Saints. make it over Wasps. That, okay, that's that's my switch. Okay, um, I, th- I think Bristol have a, a better like again. Wasps went for the big splash, mm-hmm. uh, changing you know with Tumaga Allen and, and Fekatoa. Right. Um, and and you know to a lesser extent Minotzi. Um, these are guys yeah. that they want. Uh, um, they want to come in and make an impact immediately, right. and just and, and obviously they're still trying to f- to fill that uh, void left by uh, Wade leaving, um, yeah. among other people, and, and get that you know that really attacking wing going. But at the same time, are they going to be able to get the ball to the wing? So I could see that happening, but at the same time, it's going to take them a while to gel, um, mm-hmm. which is why I think Bristol, um, I think are going to squeak ahead of them. Okay. I yeah. think that'll be your top seven, though. I think Wasps will probably be at seven. Yeah, and so that'll they could get in Champions Cup depending on how things finish. Yep. Um, so that that does that, that does call for a bit of a disappointing year for the Sale Sharks, I, having made uh, many a signings out of the the, the the great country of South Africa, right. with the likes of Akka van der Merva, the Dupree uh, trio, yep. and the and Lou Diager. Obviously, he's away with with South Africa right now yeah. at the World Cup, but. Um, you know, and our boy AJ, which which we love, but yeah, it leaves probably leaves them on the eighth, which is a will be a solid. I think it's a solid eight mm-hmm. right there. I that'll, agree. That'll all stay within touching distance of each other, somewhat depending on which half of it you're looking at. Mm-hmm. Um, I think by the time we get to a certain point in the season, there'll probably be a top five that makes itself very known, and it'll just come down to who finishes in fourth and who finishes top to get get the two home matches. Mm-hmm. And then we're looking at probably the bottom four of Worcester, London Irish, uh, Bath, and Leicester. Yep. And I got to say, I, I didn't – I like some of the things that Worcester did, but I don't see enough there that they've done. They're not finishing. They, were, yeah. they weren't finishing. And that's, that's going to be the key to their season is they – did a great job of moving the ball and getting the line breaks that they needed and and getting mm-hmm. the chances that they needed. Um, they did a shit job of finishing. So it's the question for Worcester of, can you turn those line breaks into tries like the top teams do? And if they can, then yeah, they'll they'll probably be at the top of that. You know, towards you know the the not eight maybe the nine you know nine or maybe eight. Mm-hmm. Um, they might poke ahead of some of these other teams, but. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm. They're they're gonna have to show me that they can do it before I'll believe it. Right. Um, yeah, and they lost Jack Singleton, which is not helpful, obviously no, at all. Uh, they do have some very good young talent there. Uh, I, we saw it kind of the tail end of their season last mm-hmm. year, so they do have some good things. They brought in Melanie I from the Blues, who looks like he's chomping at the bit as well. He mm-hmm. could be that finisher that they're looking for, mm-hmm. but they they're gonna need more than one. Right, for sure, and, and I like the sneaky signing of Graham, Graham Kitchener. Yeah, um, that's I think going to be bringing the brother over. Yeah, I, I think that's going to be helpful for their for their pack. Absolutely, because they do need you know they they were very much a back based team last year, and, and maybe having you know maybe solidifying solidifying their pack a little bit. Yeah. Will, uh, their their tight five weren't things. spectacular no. outside of maybe Bresler. And maybe um, and Singleton probably mm-hmm. that those would be the two type five pick, players I would pick out for their for that team. Uh, and that, uh, Darren Barry was okay, but you know he's you know, he kind of faded at the end. Um, Lester Le- Le- Lester did make some really good signings. We talked about Lavanini, um, 
when it when that first happened, Tafua mm-hmm. was a big was is a big one. I I thought he was a little underrated at the Crusaders and underused. They're gonna use him like they're gonna use him like a cheap, cheap yeah. tissue big time. Um, so they they did obviously do some decent business themselves. Um, I thought Callum Green was a fantastic signing. Yes. I love Callum Green. Yep. Um, you know, some we talked about some of the good Newcastle players that were definitely gonna find homes. Um, a couple of them we talked about found homes, mm-hmm. and they're gonna they're gonna be just fine. I think. Um, those players will be I think Ham- losing Hammersley Matt- for sale. Is that where he went? Yeah, Hammersley went to sale. Kibrigi went to Wasp. Yep. Um, um, Matt Tamua went back to Australia. That's um, a that's a bit of a that's a bit of a hurtful one. Cause yeah. He, he, I will say this: he's looked a lot better for Australia than he looked in a Leicester shirt. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what the hell it is, but although he, did, you know, it's a different environment, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> Playing in Leicester, England, playing in Melbourne, Australia, which is where he played when he when he left. Yeah, right, two different places. But um, if you can play in both, you're probably doing okay. Yeah. Um, and then again, we t- just talking about Kitchener leaving, but again, Callum Green coming in, so it's like a that's almost like not losing too much yep. right there. Yep. And the the Chiefs pick up Will Witty as well. Yep. So <laughs> yeah, Chiefs get stronger. Wow. Yeah, um, they did. They lost. They lost Laude to the Quins, who mm-hmm. I feel like is a little bit under the radar. He was a pretty darn good player for them. He just couldn't break into that team because yep. Matt, Matt Kavesic basically had a hold of that team. Yeah, he, jersey. He, he took that jersey and was like, "This is mine now." <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna just you know. Laude was strong my... to open the season, and then kinda... yeah, Kavesic took over. Yeah. Um. So that could be an under the radar signing for them. So I, I I would keep an eye on that one for sure. So the. Yeah, I think I think Worcester's my pick to go down, unfortunately, and probably get replaced by Newcastle. <laughs> right, <laughs> that's probably what's going to happen. Yeah, um, I would not be surprised if if Leicester was was the team though. Yeah, just pick it based on their their form last year, and um, they again, like you said, a lot of turnover there. So who knows if that's you know. I don't know how that's going to work out in the long run for them. If, if they fire their coach again early yeah. and look out for another tr- tough season down right. in uh, Wilford Row. It's going to be, I think it's going to be like feast or famine with them because you got, the, you know, the, you look at the, the England 9-10 combination that they, they have going on, Young's, right. um, Young's and, Ford. Young and yep. Ford. They're going to be great fantasy players. Is mm-hmm. that going to translate to wins for, for Leicester? And I, about I to find out, question I that. Yeah, about to find out. Um. So let's do um. Let's do let's let's do the really fun part about this yeah. that, we, that we really like doing, which is the fantasy part. Um. So we'll go. Let's go through some rugby mag stuff first. The salary version. Yep. If you haven't, this is your first time on the show. We play two variations, or we are playing two variations on this, uh, for this premiership season. We do uh, the rugby magazine fantasy, which is a salaried version. You get seven million. Or something yep. like that. To, to, to you start. Need, you need you need a minimum of twenty eight. There's no maximum. Right. Okay. And values can increase, values can decrease. So you gotta keep your eye your eyes peeled on that one. Yeah, uh, when some they, players are investments. Yeah. So some players you think, all right, this is you know, there were some players that definitely started low last year. Um first guy that comes off the top of my head, Ollie Thorley. Yep. He was like a buck ten. Now he's well over two hundred. Yep. You know, Will Rollins. Yeah. Uh, Alex Dombrandt. Like a bunch of guys the you, you had to keep your eye on the the, the fringe players who are going to step up there's for an injury, for, for whatever have mm-hmm. you, they're going to show up and, and suddenly uh, be extremely valuable. And, yeah. and suddenly, instead of, you know, 100K, now all of a sudden they're in the 200s. And it's like, okay, well, if you feel like getting rid of them, that's... Yeah, that's a good time to bo- to make sure that you get rid of them. It's like a stock market sometimes. you got to yeah. make sure they don't bottom out. 
Right. Um, so let's go through because we have with this obviously comes some and just like as if you were drafting and we'll talk about that in a little bit draft too much draft capital on certain players is you know something that gets measured here it's literally how much money are you investing in these players and some of it's way too bloody much and um i i have some notes for each team and i'm just going to go through them and okay i just have notes general over across the board and that's fine so you can and you can piggyback off whatever whatever you see and just going through the teams here so for me um a forward to avoid in the bath team that's way too expensive it's going to be way too easy for me to say it but god if i need to tell you this wake up uh, toby falatow tulipe falatow do not sign him he's 440,000 uh 444 he gets hurt all the fucking time and i I hate to say it about the guy you know he's a good player and i know like the vanapolos are are cousins with him i think or whatever Mm -hmm. and they and they speak highly of him the guy can't stay healthy yeah and you don't want a 400,000 paperweight no, you know, sitting on your bench, right? It's no good. Um, so yeah, you don't want that. And then on the other side, a guy that I was often banging the drum for last year, and he's still fairly cheap. Where the hell did he go? Um, I'll find him in a second here. But Zach Mercer, yes, he's he's two sixty two. He scored last year. He scored five hundred plus points. So that's you know, you're 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 getting about two points a pound there. So that's pretty good. Yeah, um, and that, that's really what you want to see is the is the points per pound. Um, it really is the, is a good ratio to, to work with because again, it, because it, your capital is your 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 salary. Yep. Um, you you want that kind of value. Yeah. Because then, as we go, guys are going to sit. Guys are going to you know. So, you know, if I'm looking at across the board, especially you know, you look at the the top uh, money guys, and and he hasn't been. In, you know, we we just talked about him a little bit ago, but Stuart Hogg. Uh, he at at 430k. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure he's going to return that value back. Yeah, for the for the Exeter backs, he's on my not he's on my naughty list. Yeah. Um, for the backs for for Bath though, uh, I love the guy. I love the I love his playing style. It's a little old school, but and that probably describes exactly how much of a hammerhead I am. Um, but Jamie Roberts, mm. um, class player class player for many years but man is he expensive he is in the top three of this team 356 Oof. you know and he's he doesn't he hasn't played every game he's right. he's at that he, you know sorry jamie you're you're not young anymore um you're 32 and you and the way you play it takes your puts your puts a beating on your on your body uh and then for the 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 definitive bargain and he was a definite bargain last year he's not as much this year rory mcconaughey uh, yes he's away with england yep. i know that but if you t- if you take him, you're gonna be it's gonna be worth it. He plays both wing and fullback. Trust me, he'll be. You're not spending a ton, and you'll and he's he'll be back by the end of the month. Right. So you know mid, mid middle of the season uh, or a month into the season. So you have to deal with three, four three four weeks without him or so. Mm-hmm. You know he'll be okay. And for me, if we're you know just sticking with the bath, um, he was one of my guys who who he's expensive, but I think you're gonna get real good value for him is Anthony Watson. I, I agree, and that's and it's it, he was hurt last year. Yep. But man, he looks good. He's so talented, and he might be worth every and penny. So my guys, who the, the big money players that I have that I'm saying the, these are guys who should be on your roster because you're going to want them mm-hmm. are Anthony Watson, as he said there, Maro Atoje, and yep. and George Ford. Um, obviously yeah. Atoje of the Saracens, George Ford of of Leicester. These are guys who are going to rack up points based just based on what they do. Yep. Um, around around the pitch, so you want to kind of mix up your team. You don't want to just have um, inexpensive guys. You want some 
oh, yeah. high money guys. Yeah, you, and, you and, want high money guys for sure. And for 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 my money, those are the are the the, the top three. I think um, Ford was top two in scoring last year in TRM, if right. I'm not mistaken. So yeah, he yeah. was huge. Yep. last year. So he's a guy who's worth every penny. Um, Agreed. And then yeah, but but for sure. But remember, you can only have five from every team. team. So that I guess that would technically be your maximum of players you can have. Right. Or actually, no. Is there a maximum? It might be that? seven. Or oh, you're, six, I think you're right. Six or seven. Yeah, I think you're right. Actually, so you can really, you can still, you know, squeeze a, a, a bunch out. That's quite, that's quite a bit. Yeah, it's doubtful that you get to seventy some odd players. So. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you actually, I think you're right. Um, they all, they they loosen that up come playoff time. Right, but that's a different story for a different day. Um, my my notes again. I didn't go team by team. I just went. That's all right. I just went overall. Um, you really want to be looking for versatility. Mm-hmm. Um, I mentioned him earlier, Harry Thacker. Guy who can yep. you can you can play at at hooker and and at flank and he's not expensive either and he's not expensive he's a guy you'll want on your he will get you return on your investment yeah, absolutely he if he's not on your roster top three top five t- player right. last year so somebody you, you should be looking at absolutely um and then other versatile guys like Stephen Luatua um, another another guy I had on my list somewhat yep. <laughs> some like mid range expensive but he again worth it because he he plays at so many positions. Mm-hmm. Um, and then a guy who's not going to get you, he's not going to be a world beater at points, but he's worth having on your roster because you're going to be missing uh, a center or a, a fullback. I think he plays, I think he has a, a fly half center wing fullback. I think he's all four is Jason Woodward. Yeah, he's pretty good. Um, and he's not going to, you know, again, he's not going to overwhelm you with points, but there's going to be a week where you're like, Fuck. I need a fullback. I need, I need a center. Right. I need a wing. And you're like, all right, I'll put Jason Woodward in, and and, yeah. and hopefully he's playing, and, and he'll do all right. Yeah, he's under 300 pounds, so that'll yeah. be there are 300,000 pounds. So that'll be that'll be good for you. Um, yeah, I mean, there's I have I have a list that I could that I'll just publish later. That I'm not going to mm-hmm. try and bore the fuck out of us now that I think about it. <laughs> um, but there was one more name that I wanted to throw out there that I one one more good name and one more bad name. Um, one more, one more bad name that I think is he's way too expensive, and he didn't do, didn't he? He's he's done well in the World Cup, but has, just didn't do didn't do anything special for me. Was Alex Genge? Yeah, way too, way too much money. No. Not 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 enough productivity. Uh, you can nope. do way better for your money than Alex Genge. And and to to go along with that, so I, you know, I, I kind of went down by position. Here are my traps. Yeah, okay. To go along with that, with the prop position, Owen Franks and Dan Cole. Yep. Far too expensive. Both, both of them, them far too expensive. You're not going to get your money back, yep. or you're not going to get your money's worth out of them. Um, just, just absolute traps. They, they, you shouldn't even. Cons- you really shouldn't consider either of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe, maybe Owen depends on how he really adjusts, but I don't think he's going to get you the, the points you need. Yeah. Well, yeah. He's he's more expensive than his brother. Right. <laughs> his brother was not very productive last year. Um, and let's put. Let's put a let's put a name out there that's probably not well known, or at least he's new to the league. So we'll see what we'll see what happens. But he's low on this list, and I am very surprised how inexpensive he is. Curtis Rona, mm. the center from Australia that came over from Waratahs, looked pretty darn good for for them. Was definitely tearing it up. He's a buck eighty five. Wow, for from London Irish, and you know he's going to play. You know, they have a few centers over over there and at the Irish, uh, mm-hmm. but man, the Exiles are gonna definitely roll him out there. You know, three out of four weeks, 
he's gonna he's gonna be starting for them. So yeah, I would definitely give him a hard look because I think he's gonna do very well here. All right, especially for, especially for your money. Right. Yeah. Well, buck eighty five. How do you how do you go wrong with that? No. Is it really is it really like one of those ones where you go, oh, do I really want to spend a dollar a buck eighty five? <laughs> right. Dude, it's nothing. Dude, put yeah. it in, put him in there. Done. Um. Yeah. So. Um, See who else did that. So um, going back to my traps. Shoot. Um, I'll just go through like who I've got at, at the others. different positions. Yeah, yeah. Um, an odd trap, and you're you're gonna, you're gonna be. I think you're you're gonna be a little bit shocked by this. Jamie George. How much is he? Um, you know, what? I'm not sure. He's I didn't I didn't write down his numbers. Um, I can look good. But with uh, Singleton being around, he's. Mm. I mean, he's 387. Uh, Jamie George is 387k. That's pretty expensive. Yes. And he got. He got up almost 400 points last year, so he was still averaged more than he was over the one for one ratio. Right, but the value's not there. Yeah. You're just not going to get that. I mean, especially look at uh, Harry Thacker at 263, so over 100k less, but scored 710, double the, double the value, double yeah. the, double the points. Yeah, and you got to figure that that uh, Jamie George is going to be missing time at the beginning of the season, and then he's definitely going to be missing time for Six Nations. So right, you're, you're going to lose a lot of time with him. Um, mm-hmm. And then you're going to on top of of Singleton coming around to to take time away. Yeah, from now him. that they have a quality backup hooker, it's, yeah, it's going to be it, it'll be less of a headache for Martin McCall to be like, uh, can yeah. I really sit Jamie? It's now, uh, oh Jack, your your turn. Go ahead, right? Go ahead. Um, <laughs> and he he was quality for a really bad, yeah, for, uh, a pretty bad Worcester team. Um, his price isn't bad, two fifty one. Right, but when is he? That's the other question: Is when is he going to play? How much time is he going to get? I and, understand. I can and, totally vouch for that. Yeah. But if you if, if you need a number two, up. if you need a number two hooker, that's, right. that's not terrible. No, um, for the lock position, um, guys who are expensive but aren't going to give you the value back for fantasy wise mm-hmm. are George Cruz and Joe Launchbury. Um, I agree. Absolute traps, both of them. I definitely had launch on my on my bad list. Cruz will give you a game here or there that you'll they'll make you kind of be a little bit of a, a <laughs> sucker. You into yeah, it? Yeah. Like, oh, I'll I'll sign him, and it's like no, no, no. no. If you look, if you're gonna <laughs> sign a, a Sari's flank or lock, you're, you're gonna go with Mario. It's gotta be a Toje. Um, it's just that's that's worth it. Yeah. Um, from the 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 nine position, um, I guess I didn't do flankers. Uh, um, that's all right. But you can kind of work around flankers. There's there's so many of them, um, for sure. Yeah, right. And a lot of the back rows. So you there's not too many. There's not nearly as many no. traps. Let's put uh, it that so, way. So here's a place to look for flankers if you want semi cheap but very very productive flankers, and that's Sale. Yes, they have the likes of Ben Curry, Beaumont, yep. Ross. Those those three right there should ben, be guys. Yeah. Curry and Ross were on my fine values there list. You there you go. Yeah. So there you go. Um, uh, for for nines. Uh, for traps, mm-hmm. uh, Fafta Clerk, Ben Youngs, oof, Nick oof. Phipps. Yes. Traps, yes, one, yes, two, three. All of them. All of them. And they're all on my list, too, to just don't, don't touch them. Don't yeah. touch them. Uh, Ashy's on my list for Sharks, too. Just don't. Yeah. Uh, he's, he's probably a little yep. too expensive. He's and, actually he's on my list, too. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. For Wings, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, which, that, and then that brings me to um, a couple guys. So um, Henry Slade. Probably not. I'll, uh, so probably that, too much. So yeah. here's here's where I, where I went with this. So um, Henry Slade, Ali Devoto, Stuart Hogg. Mm-hmm. There's a reason that the three most expensive fly halves for Exeter are not really fly halves. Yeah, um, they're not. You know, the, the Exeter is a very forward centric team. 
as far as you know that that's why the way they play yeah cordero was was amazing for a fantasy because he'd be the one back who would be their line breaking specialist mm-hmm. they kind of lost that so it'll be interesting to see who replaces him mm-hmm. um but i i wouldn't go with the, with the backs for um for exeter um Tualagi is a guy who's a trap i think just based on his price i didn't write down his um his price but i just he saw it and i'm cheap. like yeah he's not cheap and he's not going to get you the value Nope. And uh, someone we talked about recently in our in our uh, World Cup uh, discussions was was Liam Williams. Yeah. Um, Bomb diffuser in chief, not so not so good. Doesn't doesn't provide value fantasy wise as much as he does on the field. Um, and then plus with the Saris, you got to worry about their lineup. They the have rotation. so many people back they're there that rotate. right. They're going to rotate them out. Um, so that's why I'm like uh, Liam Williams. I I I, I kind of hold off on him. Mm-hmm. I. I I'm struggling now because I, uh, I have Daly in my World Cup team. He's not really providing the points that I would like. Mm-hmm. I think he still will, will do well with, with Saris, but again, yeah. they have so many different guys that right. they could, they have so many different roster combinations that I mean, it might just not about, be the. They've talked about playing him yeah. outside and right. probably wing less than less so fullback. Obviously, right. you have with two Goody. high quality and guys like Good and, and Williams, you can right. shuffle back there. Um, Tulangi is 340. Yeah, yeah, pretty, uh, pretty expensive guy that can be a paperweight yeah. sometimes. So, don't do that. Um, for and sure. then my value guys, we'll go through fire. Um, again, Thacker at hook. Yep. Don't we, you know, he's on your team. If he's not on your team, don't, what the fuck is wrong blank. with you? Um, exit <laughs> or props. I wouldn't overinvest there, but uh, Moon Williams, these guys are are good. like they'll they'll they get their time are, right? and, yeah. and they're gonna score. These are guys that that do well in the loose. Right. Um, the one that I would give where there's really no versatility, Will Rollins is is a lock only um, in this competition. But he fucking produces, and he produces, and he's cheap as dirt. I think he's only, I think he's still in the hundreds, yeah, the one hundreds. Yeah, he's just under two hundred, I think. Yuck. And then that's the, crazy. The guys with the versatility, Dom Brandt, Ed Slater's a big one that I would look at because he's yes. again a lock flank uh, available. Yeah, and he's he's a lineup machine. Mm-hmm. That's for sure. And then looking through the the back rows, the pure back rows, but can go different areas. Uh, are mm-hmm. uh, Car Nizam Car uh, for yeah. wasps? Uh, Matt Kavasic. Yeah. Um, we'll see what Simmons does when he comes when he's right. as he's healthy. But I still would bat, back Matt Kavasic to be very good, just the same. And you mentioned Ben Curry, John Ross. Yes, yes. Yep. And then there's one that that again, this guy needs to be on your roster. If he's not, you're doing something wrong. And that's Chris Vui. Yep, yeah, he's been he was very productive for the Bristol Bears last year, mm-hmm. uh, and he's not expensive at all. No, but Rollins is one ninety eight, by the way. <sighs> yeah, dirt easy cheap. money again, dirt cheap. Yeah, dirt cheap. That's one of those ones where it's like you do it and you don't even think you about don't even it. Don't think about it because he's, he's so cheap. Cheap, you know. You're not you, gonna. Yeah, you did not spend that much of your of your budget, and the odds are he's gonna produce. Right, because the thing is, when you get down to the the one hundred level guys, I had some guys on my team. I think I had like Sam Simmons. On my mm-hmm. team, or one of the one of the Simmons yeah. from from uh, <laughs> from Exeter. I, I think Sam, yeah. And he just wasn't producing, but I couldn't release him because he wasn't giving me enough value back. And then he get hurt. Yeah, and so I was like, "Well, fuck! I can't. He's just gonna. He's a. He's not very. He's an inexpensive paperweight, but there's nothing I can do about it. Nope. Yeah, be careful about which of these inexpensive guys you right. pick up because you're 
you're burning a transfer come midseason. You only get one per week. Otherwise, you're eating 20 points. Exactly. You don't want to be but, doing that. You know, I did it once or twice last oh, yeah, year. Wasn't proud, wasn't proud of it, but it happened. Um, also, didn't di- I didn't diversify my team very well. Mm. I had I only had 28, 29 guys on my team to start, mm-hmm. and then I learned, oh, I need like 40, 40 guys yeah. on the team if I can help it. Right. So let's 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 aim for that, and then I'll figure it out. Yeah. So yeah, that's that. Maybe that's something for you all to keep in mind. Okay. Um, nines value. Oh, yeah, nines. Yeah. Value at Cobus Reinach and Ben Spencer. Um, yeah. Especially Spencer because he's not. He's not as expensive as Reinach. Not as not as expensive, and he's not on it. He's not at the World Cup, so he's somebody who's, yes. who's going to be available um, right away. Available right away. Um, with the tens, um, the obvious guys: George Ford, Danny Cipriani, Dan Bigger, mm-hmm. and Duncan Weir is somebody who should be on your team because he. Uh, yeah. He, he tailed off at the end last year, but he still put up. Points. He still pretty did pretty well, yeah. Yeah, and Cipriani, I think he's going to show off for the New England coach um, <laughs> and say, yeah. "I should be on that fucking team." Yeah, put me on the team. Give me, give me that paycheck. <laughs> yeah, my centers, um, Hutchinson. Oh, Byron McGuigan. Why he's not two guys who should be in, in Japan right now? Yeah, they're not. No, no doubt. Um, Ryan Mills of Worcester, uh, Joe Marchant. Of the Quins. Oh, give me some Joe Marchant, man. Sam, oh, yes. Sam James. Um, and then uh, another guy I capitalized because he needs to be on your roster, even though he's new to the Saints, is Matt Proctor. Yeah, that'll be, I think, I I mean, geez, if he, if he had glimmers this season, but he was banged up a yeah. whole lot for the Hurricanes. And, um, yeah. And then Tom Collins of the Saints. Um, he's still dirt cheap, isn't he? Yeah. Jeez. So he's somebody you should just have on your team and stow him, and then when he plays, fucking play him. Yeah, play him because he always he seems to just produce when he right. plays. Um, Piers O'Connor, uh, Bristol, solid. Yep. Um, Nairavoro for the Saints. Yeah. Uh, at wings, so now we're going back. The top. you know, um, yeah, he was a top ten player last oh, yeah. year. Uh, Sharples and Thorley, and he was jerk cheap. I, I oh no, he was expensive. He was ex- he was a paperweight at first. I was pissed yeah. about it, but I, yeah. I held on to him and he paid off. He got less fat. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Sharples and Thorley. Uh, either or, yeah. either or, we're both there again. Both are, are extremely cheap. Mm-hmm. And Alapati Leoa, those are, those are my yeah, my guys a, who uh, he was a huge home run for me last year. You're gonna have value there. Yeah, he was a huge huge hit for me. I was like, this guy is awesome, and he's so cheap. Yeah, he's a little more expensive now because he's been found out. But but damn, he was still good. Yeah. And he's just got those magic feet. He and Piatau both can just make people look silly. Mm-hmm. Um. All right, so. Um, yeah, if you have any questions about strategies and stuff like that, we've learned we've learned from our mistakes, or at least we're yes. trying to. So you can <laughs> fairly you can, experienced. You can ask Ben and I about that one. Um, draft rugby. This is our first premiership draft rugby season. Um, so here, here's here's the thing that we'll we'll talk about first, and then we'll talk about the the rankings as they as I've put them, and um, Ben and I can have a few more conversations about how we if we like the way they look as is. Um, the FRD went with to rank these players the inverse order of last year's finish, which I don't love because they were using other metrics before that. Mm. So I personally, and this is Ben and I talking as two guys that have played NFL fantasy for a long time now and see something similar to that when guys rank players. Are they off sometimes? Yes, they mm-hmm. are. Of course they are. I guarantee you these rankings will be far less than perfect as well but i think that's the more accurate way to go about it is to go about it with the um the thought in mind about you know project don't 
use other metrics other than the points. Right. Because it, it never happens where the same guy score, scores the top points. And I know I have it ranked that way that right now, but we can still screw with that as best we can. Well, plus, there's the strategy involved. So um, right now, I'm just looking back, looking up through the top 20, mm-hmm. let's say. There's 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. 10 of the top 20, mm-hmm. at least from our rankings, are outside backs. Right. And you go to um, the, the the fantasy rugby draft, and there's it's it's almost the same thing. It's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. So they have eleven outside backs, right? In in their top uh, their top twenty, right? The value just isn't there. Like if I'm if that means you know over half of the best player the, the best available players are at outside back, all that means is there's yeah. a ton of quality outside backs and you can wait on them. And you and you need you need three to start. Right. But you can get you can get three guys in rounds three through six mm-hmm. at outside back and they'll all probably produce. Right. And there'll be ones that have big weeks and ones that have don't have bad weeks and then you obviously gotta backfill with, with subs and stuff like that too. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, you can definitely sit on and wait on something else like the Bristol front row or a good fly half like Weir or Sips, right? Um, or even a decent loose forward, which you only get two of, and there's only a few of them that were even worth a damn uh, in the top fifty, probably. Um, Mercer and Morgan were the top two, I believe, last year, mm-hmm. and I would say that they're probably going to finish around there as well. I agree. Um, so yeah, you're looking at that. Obviously, the top two backs from last year. Uh, where the likes of uh, Reinach and Spencer, I believe. And I I think Spencer was way down this list. And I mm-hmm. was like, nope, he's got to go up. Because he does. Yeah. He's, and he's going to have more value. It's, it's his job. So, yeah. number one, this is his job now. Right. Uh, I love Wiggy. Wiggy is helping Canada right now. And there's a reason he's helping Canada right now, because he's about to fade off into the sunset. Yep. And we love Wiggy, and we love him for what he's done. But he, he he's done. Yeah, you know, and Spencer is the is the youth, and he is the future, and that's what that's what they're gonna ride. And not only is he the youth in the future, fuck, he's good. So he he's, and he does things that that give fantasy value. That's yeah. the big thing. Not only is he a good scrum half, but but he's a good fantasy scrum half. Mm-hmm. And he, and he he'll kick for points. Yep. Which you don't you don't need to designate a kicker in this. You oh. just get the kicking points. Doesn't matter who it is. So remember that. That's a big, right. that's so if a you big... have like a twelve trees who likes to take the kick sometimes, yeah, you know that that's where it is. So you got to remember, just keep that in mind when you're picking these things. So you know, midfielders that can that will take the uh, take the kicks now and again. Maybe they're not providing the, maybe they're not tearing up trees like Marshawn <laughs> and, and Hutch, but they right. could also get you points that way too. So just keep that in mind. They don't all have to be the same thing. I mean, twelve trees right behind Hutch, yeah, uh, in terms of rankings here, and there's a reason. You know, Hutchinson's uh, Hutchinson was way down this list as well, but I kind of thought about this. I'm like, all right, what would have happened if he played 20 odd games? Exactly, he would have he would have blown the up. roof off this thing. Yep. So, uh, I, yeah, top two midfielders in my mind are definitely Joe Marchant and, and Rory Hutchinson. Um, so let's so let's look at our first 25 that we have on here. Anything that stands out? Somebody too high, somebody too low. Here, we'll go through like the first hundred, and then we'll. Uh, in this format, and then we'll. Uh... I mean, there's two outside backs for sale on this list: Hammersley and Solomona. Um, 
for years. Hammersley played on Newcastle last year, so we'll yeah. see what he does. Uh, I just I, I don't I don't know how Sale are going to do at getting that ball out too wide. Um, so I'm I'm not certain that that's a that there's a, and again those are these are guys that that yeah like depending on how you're you're you you want to structure your roster mm-hmm. yeah maybe you want them or they're also good hey if someone else wants them use them they as can a chip. have them yeah use them as a chip whatever right or no I would just say let someone else take make that make that oh pick. that's fine too yeah um and 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 you go for something that's a little bit more value um so those are the you know those are guys who are out. Uh, I'm not exactly sure. I okay. like the, the the idea of the the full front row. Um, Saris, I think, are a little underrated only because um, Mako missed a lot of time last year. Yes. Um, if if he's healthy, if and if he can stay healthy, mm-hmm. um, that boosts Saris front row because you right. already have you already have um, uh, you already have uh, uh, Jinx and Singleton, right? Who are going to be studs at the at the at the at hooker the position. position. Yep, and. And the Saris just have the 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 other people in their front row that are going to still get their points. So, um, and especially if again, if if Mako is healthy, he's going to be gaining a lot of points. So, right. so that's 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 helpful there. And then obviously Bristol, same we'll same see thing. See what like Ibunake brings. Yeah, big fellow that we got yep. from the Quins. We'll see what guys like that bring uh, as as well. Um, I would anticipate, and we know the guys that carry and the guys that don't for this team. Yeah, for the front row. So. Yeah, it's definitely they were way down the list uh, initially on FRD. I, I I shoved them up the list. Yeah, a little I bit. would I would do that. I would not keep them too far down. No. Um, Exeter maybe a little bit higher. I know they're outside our twenty five. Um, I, I might pop them into the twenty five. But again, so we're looking at twenty nine. This is still yeah. That's still a second round. Still second if, if or third ten, round in a ten team read. That's that's a second round. Right. Third round if you're an eighteen if you're in a smaller league. Um, yeah, let's look at the twenty, the next twenty-five from Alapate Liua down to Piers O'Connor. Alapate Liua being another outside back, obviously, yep. and then Piers O'Connor being the ninth rank, our ninth, my ninth ranked midfielder uh, at the moment. Okay, um, I shoved uh, Fekitoa in there. I think he's going to be quality. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, not ranked because he didn't score last year. Um, I don't think he's any better, much much worse, or much better than Tompkins. Um, I think he'll be about par. With him, uh, I actually probably have Lazowski a little too high because if um, Daly plays center, right, and he plays outside, that's where Laws usually play. Unless they yeah. start rotating a, a, a gentleman that we know and love, Brad Barrett out. Yeah, <laughs> so we'll see. Yeah, it's gonna be a t- it's gonna be tough sledding for for Saris uh, in their their back line. So I I kind of might devalue them a little bit just mm-hmm. because of the the, the time issue. Yeah. You know, like especially Lazowski. Right, he's kind of odd man. He's going to be like their spot starter, certainly their first reserve, probably for every match, um, if he's not starting. And but that doesn't really give you any value if you you no. draft him in your like the fourth or fifth round. Nope. So yeah, be be cautious of that one. He he scored well, but might not be worth it. Um, fifty one through seventy five. Fifty one being Melanie Nani, the new guy from Worcester. I pumped him up a little bit because I think he's better than Pennell and Pennell did all right mm-hmm. last year so I think he's going to be up there a little bit I agree with that um Pierce Francis is a little overvalued on the FRD rankings uh but I don't think he's like a total waste of time you just shouldn't take him in the fifth round you should take him in like the seventh or the yeah. eighth yep you know that's all that's all it comes down to you know seventh or later is probably okay keep in mind once you get to like seventh eighth round just start picking guys that you that you feel good about you know don't don't get married to guys at this point. Right. Eighth, eighth round's probably good to 
stick to a strategy. And then once that happens, all right, now let's start finding best guys. Best available. Yeah, start finding guys that are going to be best available or maybe you have an, a hunch about somebody. Um, so, yeah. And I think do, 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 just looking through it. Eh, Tamata Harrison, I think, is going to have a better year this year because he's healthy again. Hopefully he stays that way. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I, I, I'm not sure about uh, Wanda Young. Um, or Ali Devoto. There, again, there's a, there's a, there are 66, 68, and uh, mm-hmm. I think there's there's probably better value a little bit lower than that is in, in say Mark Atkinson, or Atkinson, might be right, yeah. Who, who um, again the the way Sips distributes the ball, mm-hmm. um, I think he's going to get more more chances. Yeah. So you're probably still looking at. But just, again, this is all personal late, preference. Late, so yeah. So it's late sixth, early yeah. seventh. Okay. So and and again, this is if you if it's negligible within the range, you know, negligible I consider within about a round or so. Yeah. Don't 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 be don't gun shy. Sweat it. Don't be gun shy about it. Yeah. Um looking at seventy six to the final one hundred of our top one hundred that we have on our on our lovely little list here. Um Steven Lewatua, somebody you talk, you spoke glowingly about before and yep. I again I think he's a little under under ranked there but i just don't know how i can shove him much higher it's, that's the only thing it's hard because he's only a loose forward right here so that's that's the difference is, is in the uh in the the rugby magazine he's i think like lock flanker eight or something, yeah, something, something ridiculous something he can put effect. him anywhere whereas here you're kind of pigeonholed into loose one forward. position and that's yep. it so that that devalues Luatua more than anything is, mm-hmm. is the lack of versatility yep um, he's still going to get your points, so yeah. it's still that's that's good value down at the end. Still, yeah, yeah. and I, I might switch Bath and Quinn's front row around because I think Quinn's front row will be think, a little better because um, they won't have that fucking moron in there to get them <laughs> stupid cards, and stupid penalties. Yeah, yeah, you don't. Um, and they still, yeah, they still have some uh, some pretty good attacking front rows, right? And then um, yes, they do. Um, and then the number ninety eight there, Vilano. I don't know how much game time he's going to get right off the bat. Right. If he is their starting eight man, look out. He's going to he, that'll be a steal. That'll be a steal come yeah. that come that round. Although if I think the guy right behind him is is yet another steal. Pledri, yes, but the only reason he's as far down as he is cuz he's, he's in Japan, in right, Japan now, right now. You know. And he he's got he's got some back row contenders to deal with with Creel and Ackerman and uh, he does. you know other guys back that that are in that pack as well. So just other other things to keep in mind. But, yes, if he is a consistent starter, then mm-hmm. you're going to have yourself a nice little steal there. And then number 100, Nick Phipps. Um, I didn't see him as being any better than Danny Care, so mm-hmm. I didn't want to rank him higher than Danny Care. No. Danny Care is obviously all the way up at 87. Yep. But I didn't see – I definitely think he's going to be better than Harry Randall, who I love. But, again, Randall's going to split time with urine. That's the only problem. So, And one thing we were talking about uh, earlier yeah, uh, before the pod is – the um, is now when you're getting into either handcuffing. So again, as, as Jared mentioned, we're both fairly. We've been doing fantasy football, uh, American football, for many years. Many years. Um, I was doing it back when we had to take the get the the newspaper the, the next day and, and write down the scores and 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 whatnot back in the nineties. <laughs> um, so the idea of team construction is is you know we're no strangers to it and and, and that kind of. Um, strategy involved. So I, I kind of mentioned it earlier with the uh, the back three or the outside backs. Mm-hmm. There's so many of them. You can always just pick one up off the scrap heap and not worry about it. Right. Um, you know, there's there's going to be plenty sitting there 
on in, on the the waiver wire that you're going to be like, wow, what the fuck? He's not even on a team. And then you look at your teams and you're like, oh yeah, that's why. Yep. But then you get to these scrum halves and fly halves, which you're really kind of pigeonholed. Those guys are pigeonholed right in there. Right. And you only can start one. And mm-hmm. there's you know probably eight teams if you're if you're really stretching the, the you know that's probably the maximum you want in this competition yeah. in your league. And those of you that are playing ten teams, God, yeah. Godspeed to you. <laughs> yeah, you're going to be struggling when your when your player's not playing. So it's it's important. You know, we have Danny Care ranked 87, Nick Phipps ranked about 100. Mm. That's you know I, I would I think we're un, kind of undervaluing those halfbacks because there's so few of them in, that are going to be available yep. that you know. Just because they're ranked down there doesn't mean you should just leave them there. These are where we think they're going to about where you know where they belong in, in terms of how what the return on the investment's going to be. But you got to look at if you decide to skip over them or wait and somebody else snags them. Oh yeah, that's going to be you know you're going to be fucked. You don't want to get to the to be you know to around like five or six and and looking at your only halfback combination. You know you you know maybe you'll get like a um uh, you know your Nick White. Or, or, or Willie Hines, and mm-hmm. you know, you're not doing too bad, but right. the days where they're off, you're kind of fucked. So yep. you want to make sure you get a good high-scoring um, halfback and and uh, and fly half uh, before you, you're kind of SOL. Yep, before you're, before you're really locked into a bad yeah. news. So, and here's here's a couple pairs just to keep in mind. Uh, the Brist- Both Bristol um, pairings being Andy Yer and Harry Randall, as well mm-hmm. as Callum Sheedy and Ian Madigan. If you uh, if you can manage to get both of those guys on your team, if you pick one, try and pick the other as well. Obviously, you gotta manage how early you jump on the other one because right. you don't want to jump too early on certain ones. Uh, Alex Mitchell and Kovac Ronak, I think, are both extremely high quality players that play for the Saints that are high, that are both halfbacks. So the days that Kovac Ronak is out slash away, mm-hmm. Alex Mitchell usually steps in and doesn't miss a beat. So mm-hmm. there's the likes of that. Um, uh, ben Spencer and, to a lesser degree, probably Whiteley. Um, keep an eye on which one turns into the the the, the pair on that one. That would be something to keep in mind. If you love Marcus Smith, and I do too, I, I love him, you got to grab James Lang because Lang's going to spell him now and again, especially now that I think they're playing Champions Cup again. So that's mm-hmm. going to that's gonna have to happen now and again. Um, if you... And the Gloucester pair. The, yeah, the, the Gloucester the, trio. Good job. Yeah. Um, and then two, this is probably something you'll be able to pick up off the scrap heap. Um. Uh, da, 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 I know the names. I swear to God, Will Cliff. Uh, to go with uh, yep. Bath the clerk, but then but then also the the Bath pairing of yeah. Chudley and and Cook. Cook are probably something that you can keep your eyes on. And then the sale uh, fly half pairing of Dupria and McGinty would probably be another one to kind of keep your eyes peeled for because McGinty does leave the team every now and again. Obviously, Dupria is not going anywhere. He's he's on the team now. Mm-hmm. He's signed permanently. So the, and then the Exeter combination of Simmons, Simmons and, and Steenson. Although I would prioritize Simmons over Steenson. Uh, they have, I think, the FRD rankings have Simmons way too low and Steenson way too high. So yeah. prioritize Joe Simmons on that team. He will take this, take the reins. It almost always happens. He almost always takes this team over by the, by the time mid mid season comes. I think now that he's a little older, it'll finally click it'll for him earlier break, in the season, and it'll happen earlier in the yeah. season. So. And if I had my say, I think my number one overall pick. Oh man, it's gonna hard be hard for me to turn down Mr. Ther- Harry Thacker, but I think I'd take him. Yeah, I, I, well, you take the Bristol him. front row. Yeah, so I take I take the Bristol front row. And that's that's you know yeah you can't go wrong there. 
Um, and the likes of John Afoa. Yeah. <laughs> and and my thing is, uh, I, th- I think you know, there's there's high value there, and it's it's going to be hard to to pass that up. Um, but I might actually go a little bit further down and um, and start with either Reinach as the as the you know as my my mm-hmm. halfback and, and just lock him in there and not worry about him. Like you said, I'll have to handcuff him later right. with Alex Mitchell. But that's an easier one to 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 do once. Run acts off the board because nobody. There's not going to be many people who just pick up Alex Mitchell because they feel like it, right? Um, and then, um, or either that, or it'd be Danny Cipriani, who I think is again yeah. going to have a monster year this year. Yeah, I think if I were to go either one of them, I'd probably go Sips just because he's still here. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be the right. That'd be that's, the that's, only that's, thing I would exactly. throw into that. That would that, be the the, the their big mm-hmm. decision maker and it, and it actually might even end up being Spencer at that point then if, if uh if I don't go Reinach but yeah, I might also wait to see if I can pick him up at the uh round two maybe at the end of round two yeah yeah well we'll know who we're drafting with if we don't if you don't get Spencer in round two <laughs> <laughs> we're <laughs> drafting with some smart people yeah um so yeah that's, so I'm trying not to give away too many secrets before right. we do <laughs> right but we'll be okay I think we'll be okay either way yeah um so yeah that's that's the best that we can give you for fancy rugby draft um Please email us fancyrugbypodcast at gmail dot com. Right, Tweet because we're us. we're talking about what what we what we are seeing. But if you, you have if you're not seeing the same thing, or you have a question about something that we're not talking about, um, or or an issue that that you think might be important, ask us. Yeah, we'll, we'll have no problem. You might not be the only one, but right, you're just the only one that's got the nuts to ask yeah, the question. Exactly, the, and and or the ovaries, which one? Which yeah, one? It, yeah, either way is fine. Yep, either one's um, good. We, yeah, we we'll answer questions from anybody, and it's it's. Uh, um, it's it's good to get the information out there, especially again. We we have our blind spots that you know we're seeing looking at 100%. it this way, and uh, you know others might disagree, and yeah. and it, it's good to be able to you know make us think about something outside of of what we're looking at. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, helps. It helps us too. Remember it does. That. Remember that. So yeah, thank you very thank you guys very much for listening. Make sure you're subscribed. Make sure you leave us a review or at least rate us so that we can maybe work our way up the podcast chart some sometime some <laughs> in the next century. Uh, but other than that, thank you so much for just giving us your time and t- listening to us and talk about God knows what for a long yeah. time. But uh, we appreciate it. On to season two of the premiership. Yeah. All right. Thanks a lot, guys. Thanks, Have everyone. Cheers.